Hi, football fan. Welcome to the home of football, the podcast by 433. Something interesting is happening in the world of football. More and more football players are starting up businesses during their football careers. They become investors or entrepreneurs in real estate, for example, or the tech industry. This was frowned upon not so long ago. Critics would say football players should just be focused on their development as a football player, that they would become distracted if they focused on stuff outside football. But times have changed. A lot of football players now realize that they should invest their money early on in their careers in different ways to make sure that they stay wealthy long after their careers as football players have ended. A good example of this is Axel Witzel, the Belgian international and former player of clubs like Benfica and Zenit St. Petersburg. He's currently under contract at Borussia Dortmund. Axel Witzel started to invest the money he earned as a football player in different ways when he was still very young. He mainly focuses on real estate, but he also had or has some business ventures in aviation, fashion and wine, for example. We had the opportunity to meet Axel Witzel in Dortmund to talk about his business ventures. So, we sat down in the pub of former Borussia Dortmund player Kevin Grosskreutz to talk business. Without further ado, here's Axel Witzel. Alright, we're in Dortmund in a sports bar, actually owned by Kevin Grosskreutz, the former German international. And we're here for a special collaboration between uh, Eleven Sports, the Belgian Pro League and 433. And sitting right across from me at this table is Axel Witzel. Axel, how are you feeling today? Yeah, good, and you? All good, man, all good. So, actually, it's a great segue that we're in a bar owned by a professional football player or yeah. a former professional football player because it's a football player who also started a business, right? Yeah. And when I looked into you, when I heard we had the opportunity to sit down with you, I saw that you are a very entrepreneurial football player, right? You are involved in a lot of businesses outside football as well. I want to talk to you about that a little bit. Is that okay with you? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I, okay. Because I think it's important uh, you know, with the, the money we earn, uh, yeah. we have to do something good uh, with it and smart. Um, and, uh, and I would say it's important to start straight away when you start your career, when you are young uh, and not waiting uh, in the end or, or after it, because then it's, it's, uh, it's too late. Yeah, exactly. Because I think a little over a decade ago, most football players started to think about, okay, what should I do with my money? after their football career but now more and more you see football players starting to invest more when they're younger so i want to talk with you about that but all the way you know before you started to even make a little bit of money as a football player in the beginning you know when i was young a teenager my first job i think i was a dishwasher or something right yeah delivered newspapers did you ever have a job like that before you made money as a pro uh, no, uh, <laughs> no, I was lucky. Uh, I didn't have any any job before I was in the school. Yeah. Uh, so because I signed when I was uh, sixteen and a half, um, yeah. uh, so I didn't have time before, uh, you know, uh, to have a to have a job. So yeah, okay, I, I was okay. a lucky guy. Yeah, yeah. How would you describe your family when you grew up? Um, well educated, uh, you know my my parents insist uh, to finish the school and to get my diploma. It was really important uh, for me also. But you know, uh, uh, my dad always said to me, uh, even the day you will sign professional, even if it's sixteen or seventeen, you will finish the school. <laughs> this is important because in football you never know, and uh, it's what I did. Um, 
and uh, I think they were they were right. Even if you are any player, I mean, uh, 16, you are professional, you should finish uh, the the school. It's what important. Were, what were you good at in school? Well, uh, I was a good student. Uh, maybe not the best one, but mm-hmm. uh, I study um, how you say. Uh, Accounting, yeah, uh, to be an accountant. You oh, know? really? Accounting, yeah. 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 So, so um, uh, I finished when I was 18. Uh-huh. Uh, then to become really an accountant, you, I had to make three more years. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, from 18, I didn't have any more times to uh, to go in the in the higher school. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so s- when I had my diploma at 18 years old. I just uh, stop. And then it was football, of course. Then it was just about football, yeah. But that's interesting. So you know, you knew already a little bit about you know books and business yeah. before you uh, started to do business. What was the first piece of business you did outside football? Your first investment? Uh, my first investment, if I remember, was uh, I bought one apartment, uh, and my dad was pissed on me. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, because. I did everything alone. Yeah. Uh, so from the back <laughs> of my parents, uh, I was still I was still uh, living in the house of my parents, but I wanted to be independent, uh, to live by myself, uh, and I wanted to buy uh, one apartment. Uh, so my dad was like, "No, no, no! You stay. You can stay at home. You have time. Relax. And uh, you're not ready." And I was like, "No, I want. I want." But then I had to do it uh, in the way I did. Uh, so I came back home. I just said to my parents, look, this is the paper, everything from the bank and everything. I said, look, I sign it in two, three weeks, I move. So <laughs> you didn't speak to me for like, uh, I don't know, three months <laughs> or something, you know. Uh, normally you come to see me uh, in every game, you know, in the stadium for two, three months, no, no <laughs> games, you know? So it was really pissed and... Uh, <laughs> That's funny. And well, it's, I think it was a smart move for me because uh, when you are young and you, the first thing you think is to buy an apartment, uh, I think it's the right, uh, it's the be- right call. Better than buying a car or something. Yeah. So that was in Liège? Yeah, that was in Liège, yeah. All right, so yeah. that was your first apartment, but now you have, right, a, a whole apartment building uh, you, you were building in Liège, right? Uh, yeah, a few, yeah. A it's few. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah it's re- real estate is something I really like. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's why I started, uh, you know, to invest when I was 18 and I, I kept going yeah. until uh, until today um, because it's a business I like and I think um, there is a good value in this. You cannot, of course, you can lose money uh, in every kind of business, but the risk of of real estate it's it's really small mm-hmm. so uh that's why i like because i i'm not like a, a, a casino man you know yeah. like uh, playing poker Fast I don't cash, like, yeah, yeah you know long term so i prefer on on long term yeah. win something not maybe big but you know and to be to be safe yeah it's generational then as well right yeah. because your family can profit off it exactly even after even uh, after then yeah. then it's going to be for your children and Exactly. If they are smart and they keep what you're doing, then it's going to be for the next generation and the next generation. Exactly. And so on. 
So apart from the real estate, you also did some other things. I read that you also, I think the business, you're not in it anymore, but with your friend Nasser Chudley, you did something in fashion, is that right? Yeah, I tried uh, some clothes. Uh, so my, I wanted to make my brand. Yeah. Uh, we tried, I did some some caps, t-shirts, pullovers, <laughs> uh, a lot of things. Uh, it was when I started when I was in China. Uh, but then um, it's something I like, but... I didn't have the time to really focus on on the on the fashion, you know. Yeah. And I think if you want really to succeed in that that yeah. business, you need to be 100% every day on this. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I I, uh, I stop it. Um, maybe I can you know try it again after my career or something when I will have really more times. Um, mm. But I decided to. Uh, Yeah. to do something else it's part of being a businessman I yeah guess. of course sometimes of course you you, sometimes you you know you make business and you, you win and sometimes voila, you try didn't go like you wanted and yeah. so, uh, so I stopped it so also when you start to do business yeah. it's important you have good business partners or financial advisors right Yeah. so how do you decide then because when you're a professional football player a lot of people know that you make good money Uh, and I imagine there are a lot of people approaching you for business opportunities, so to speak. Yeah, How do you decide? That, that's why I, I don't do everything. Uh, if you speak about uh, real estate, uh, whatever, apartments or uh, one building or whatever, uh, I don't do everything by myself. So I have someone uh, who is working with me. Yeah. Uh, so the people who, I, who wants to make business with me, then they have to contact him. Like that, me, okay. I'm just focused on what I have to, to do the best, it's playing football. Uh, because then if you also think too much, uh, you know, you have football on the side, then you have real estate, then you have uh, wine or whatever, yeah. uh, then it's it's too much or so, you know? Yeah. So that's why you need to have somebody who can, uh, um, I want to say control, but just manage, be, you know, manage before you. And then if it's something uh, nice, then you just tell me and then we see if, uh, if yeah. I do the business or not. So you were also in aviation for a little bit. I was, yes. And I think that was really interesting. You also said then that you wanted to fly planes someday yourself. Yeah, like to, to be a, to be a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Is that still an ambition of yours? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> okay. No, not anymore. Uh, you were in the business. It's a special world. Huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, the plan we had was good, but um, uh, we didn't succeed on this one, um, and I choose another passion of mine instead of uh, aviation uh, the wine mm. um, so I got the, um, a wine in Bourgogne mm. uh, Parcellaire 28 this is the this is the name so we do like 1800 bottles a year mm. and soon normally in few weeks or one month I will have two more wines okay yeah so in total I will have three What's that process like? How, how do you become a wine expert? Uh, well, first, I'm not really an expert <laughs> expert. Uh, of course, I learn every day and every year, you know, because when you go in uh, the business of uh, the wine business, um, first, it's a difficult world to come in. Yeah. You need to, uh, to know people who know people, if you know what I mean. Uh, so one of my friends is in the, this world of wine for 30, so more than 30 years. And uh, that's how I could be uh, in, contact, in touch with someone in Bourgogne. Mm. And we decided to make a collaboration. Uh, and that's why we did the, the Parcellaire 28. Then 
was just about a test. We did 500 bottles. Then one was really good. After one month, all the bottle was gone. And uh, then we keep going and we say, okay, let's do a little bit more. So we do uh, when the yeast is good because it's always depend yeah. on the weather also. Uh, we do 1,800 now. Um, cool. And then because it's a, a passion, second passion of mine also, uh, I decided uh, to make two more wines. Okay. Yeah, but in the same region. So during your football career, right? Um, you first, of course, started in Belgium, yeah. then uh, Portugal, and you are still a highly rated prospect then. And most of the times when you're a high, highly rated prospect in Portugal, you move to Spain, England. Yeah. Of course, you made the decision first, Russia, and then China when you could go to yeah. top clubs, which are not necessarily the most pre prestigious leagues, but business-wise, those are good decisions, right? So, of course, football has become more of a business over the past decades. Yeah. So, when did you start to see football as a as a business opportunity, perhaps more than maybe a romantic thing? I would say... 20... 24 years old. So when I move, I move at 23 to um, to Russia, mm. um, and then I really started to um, to invest uh, the money, mm. my my money uh, uh, smartly, you know. Um, and I think it's yeah, 20, 24 years old. Yeah. I really think like not that football is a business, uh, but you can do both in the same time, mm. you know. I mean, before, you know, when you start 16, 17, you just, you know, play and uh, enjoy. You don't think too much about that model behind football, yeah. uh, like business, uh, what you can do with the money you earn. Yeah. Uh, even if at 18 years old, I, I bought my first apartment. Yeah. But that's interesting because um, the owner of four, one of the owners of 433 is Demi Dezeu, also a yeah. former professional football player. And he also started his businesses when he was in Russia. I think, I don't know, you make uh, good money. No, nah, because, yeah, of course, uh, to be, yeah, we don't need to hide anything. I mean, when we moved there, we had better money, uh, of course, than before, because when you move to one club to another, uh, of course, you have a better contract. Yeah. Um, and when you have a better contract, then you have more possibility to, uh, to, uh, to invest your money. And what are aspects from your life as a professional football player that you can apply in your life as an entrepreneur? Um, I would say I'm quite the same guy. I mean, on the pitch, I'm trying to be like my nickname, Shalop, relaxed and, and <laughs> cool, uh, not to become nervous. And then in the business, is is the same. Mm. Uh, of course, we uh, we want every business we do uh, to to succeed, but. I mean, sometimes you have so many opportunities, but you cannot jump straight away on, on, on everyone. You need to, to be smart and cool and calm. Uh, so I think this is a little bit similar than you know, off the pitch and on the pitch. And what do you think are the biggest differences between the business of the world of football, for example, which can be, of course, emotional as well, and real estate business, for example? Uh, I would say ah, football, it's you. I mean, you can control. You can control it. It's depend of how you play first, you as an individual, but also from your teammate. Um, 
but I mean, real estate it can depend on 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 everything. I don't know. Uh, uh, president in America fighting with another one, or you know, it's it's depend of of a lot of uh, mm. things, uh, or like war we have now, you know. So. Um, I mean, we can more control what we do on the pitch that really in the in the real estate business then it depends also uh, where you invested, which city, uh, which country. Mm. Um, yeah. Because there is, of course, country or city where it's more expensive, but you can be more sure that in, I don't know, five or ten years, it depends on how many years you, you keep it, uh, you can have bigger bonus you know on uh, yeah, yeah. on the real estate so it's dependent also of of, uh, of the city in which countries have you invested in real estate so far um belgium mm -hmm. uh, i had in portugal but it, uh, it's finished uh it was when i was playing there mm -hmm. uh france um and i think for now That's, That's fine. That's okay. it. <laughs> you I, also I will see more in the future. Yeah. You also invested in Standard Liège, right? You supported them. Uh, yeah, in the stadium. They, yeah, in the stadium. How did that come about? And was that more like an emotional or like um, a passionate decision or also a business-wise decision? Uh, I would say more emotional than really a, a business because when they, they talk uh, about that to me. I know it was difficult for the club, you know, so I wanted just first to, uh, you know, to help. So that's why we, we, uh, we build uh, uh, the company uh, to buy the stadium. Um, so it was more about emotion that really making business because it's, you know, Standard de Liège is, is my club, my family, it's my home. So that's why I wanted, uh, I wanted to help them. Yeah. And what was the response when you did that? You know, is there from the fans of the of the club? I think everybody were were happy because uh, you don't expect also, you know, from one player to help, uh, even if we had an amazing moment and uh, we're champions and we won everything. Uh, I think they they were quite uh, quite happy, but I was not the only one. Uh, uh, Nasser Shadli did the same. Uh, Marwan Fellaini also. Um, So it was, uh, was good, but now they, they changed the owner, so we will see uh, what's going to happen. Talking about owners of clubs, would you somewhere in the future want to own a club someday or be a director at a club? Director, yes. Own the club? I don't think so, no. Uh, first, you, you really have to have, uh, excuse me, but big balls to own the club. <laughs> I mean, a lot, a lot of money and... We we win really good money, but to have to own a club, uh, is then it depends which one. If you tell me, yeah, in the fifth league, oh, of course I, we we can do it. But in first division, it's really hard. But it's not in my plan. But I mean, if uh, I don't know. In the future, someone call me and say, oh, you can be the owner, but you don't put any money, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Is there um, a, a line of business? Uh, we talked a little bit about the wine, uh, real estate. Is there a line of business you haven't invested in yet that you want to invest in in the future? Some some dream project you may have? I really want to uh, 
to grow my uh, business, uh, my wine business. Uh, it's something I really want. Uh, but other things, uh, real estate, I keep going. Uh, and I will keep going even after my, after my career because it's really something I like. And it's something normally safe. Um, and then we will see the opportunity I'm, I'm going to get, uh, you know, in the, the next months or next years. Uh, yeah. All right, Axel. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Next time, let's drink some of your wine. Okay, of course, no problem. All right, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, you're welcome. I really enjoyed this conversation with Axel Witzel. He's such a relaxed and smart guy. I think there are some nuggets in there for football players to invest their money, but also for us, for regular people, you know, to learn a thing or two. Follow this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. And if you want to show your support, just share our podcast or give us lots of stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really, really helps us. All right. My name is Sam Verraalte. Thank you for listening to this episode and on to the next story in the home of football. Hi, guys. Frankie here. I just filmed the podcast with 433. I'm Mario Götze. My name is Clarence Seedorf. Hi, I'm Sunil Chetri. I just finished my podcast with 433. Hello, 433 fans. This is Gibraltar. Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Adi Barakin Fenwa, a.k.a. Mr. Beast Mode. I just finished the podcast with 433. Hi, 433 fans. It's Don Robbie in the building, right? And we are here for a great podcast. I want you to check it out. Hi, 433. I am Fabrizio Romano. Check out my story on the podcast. It was a great pleasure.